0: Oh, I shouldn't. shaving
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. At this point, I'm like, I'm just going to record everything. Just gonna oh,
0: go do you Apparently, I like did
1: start
2: the timer to... last time we recorded. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay.
1: But you see on the top of your screen that we're recording now. Yeah. Oh.
0: Do you feel like <laughs> oh man? chunks uh, did you did you give a listen to Red Jumpsuit Apparatus? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're recording <laughs> you see that you can right? cut this out
1: no then i'm keeping this in
0: you can put that um, in, like a little blooper reel
1: okay yeah. I, I had a whole intro plan that i was gonna wing really so not really um anyways this is the horror throwdown podcast brendan fraser edition where we take uh, brendan fraser's character in his given movie and see if his character will survive in the horror movie that we paired it up with today we were talking about the year 2008 we're talking about two releases for Brendan Fraser. It is the 2008 film. Well, I guess it's already 2008. I mean, it's already. It. uh Journey to the Center of the Earth. And then the smashed found, the smash hit. I've told you guys, I'm fucking tired today. <laughs> the smash hit found footage film, Cloverfield. That was kind of a tongue twister. So I think you can see why I would get that, you know, mess that one up. Yeah. But wow, 2008, what a year. That was a milestone year. Cisco, you graduated that year as well, right? Yeah, we both graduated that year. Yeah, we both graduated in 2008. Uh, Obama was elected president. That was, was a big true. thing. I, uh, I met my partner late 2008, that year, at a Fall Boy show. So that's yeah. cute. And if people want to know more, then maybe I can talk about it later.
0: But I yeah, When, I think, I, when I think about it, back in 2008, we were both dating Stephanie's. Yeah, if you want to. Well, no, no, I wasn't dating Stephanie then. Oh, you just met her.
1: Yeah, I just met her. It wasn't until the, 2009.
0: The, what did the kids call it? A mute cue? A mute cue?
1: It was a meet-cute. It was a meet-cute, like for sure. Yeah, it was cute, man. I uh, We met waiting outside of a Fall Out Boy show at the epicenter yeah. in San Diego. R.I.P. Even though it was a terrible, terrible place, Trunks. Oh. Producer Trunks is here. I am Joseph Kincaid, by the way. Um, Producer Trunks is here as well as Cisco Navarro. Uh, you heard both of our voices, but Trunks is going to join in shortly because I need to hear his opinions on Journey to the Center of the Earth.
0: Yeah, you'll be getting full opinions from the great boys today.
1: And I know we've discussed this before, and this is our third episode recording, and we haven't released anything yet, and I normally like to talk about, you know, movies we saw or anything notable we watched in the past week, but honestly, I don't want to talk about that today, because I have so many fucking opinions on this, on Journey to the Side of the Earth.
0: It was a good movie.
1: We are just three episodes in, technically our first, this is our second, like, Brendan Fraser, we've watched. And I'm already regretting this this podcast or whatever we want to call this uh, hobby. I don't know. Yeah, I guess those are my initial thoughts. Uh, Cisco, what do you what do you think?
0: Um, yeah, you, you when you told us over text that you regretted the watching this movie, I thought you were kidding at first because I'd never seen Journey either. And uh-huh. I was like, you know, it, I thought it'd be like you know a classic bad movie, but I was like, it probably have its charming moments. Uh, but no, yeah, you, you were right. Immediately, it was just off to a bad start. And the worst thing about the movie is just it started it just rushed through so many things in the beginning.
2: <laughs> and it yeah, just got like
0: is... I, I just didn't you didn't have time to like take in how bad some of the things were because everything was just happening. Like one moment. Let's just let's just start off with the intro just it was so bad. Well hold on
1: yeah because I have I have the um all
0: right, all right, Well, for I'll those that don't part.
1: know Journey to the center of the earth is a classic novel by um was it Jules Vernon? Right? Yeah Jules Vernon okay And he's Um, mentioned a lot in this movie. Yeah, he's mentioned a lot in it, and it's loosely based around the book. But um, according to Google, Journey to the Center of the Earth is about during an expedition to Iceland, Professor Trevor Anderson, played by Brendan Fraser, his nephew, Sean, played by Josh Hutchison, and their guide, Hannah, played by Anita Brim, get trapped in a cavern as they follow their only escape route deeper and deeper below the Earth's surface. They pass through strange places and encounter incredible creatures, including dinosaurs. But as volcanic activity around them increases, they realize they must find their way out. I mean, yeah, that's that's the gist of it. That's That's, the whole movie. That's pretty much it. That's it. They
0: they kind of introduce like Seth Meyers as an uh, antagonist, but he has nothing to do with the movie aside from being afforded for like what the ten minutes they were able to pay him.
1: He wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't even say his total screen time was even ten minutes. And I was kind of shocked because at this time in two thousand eight, like Seth Meyers wasn't as big as he is now. You know, um, Brendan Fraser at this point was kind of like, I want to say like on the downswing, you know what I mean? Like he hadn't had like a big hit like recently. And then Josh Hutcherson hadn't been in the um, Hunger Games yet as PETA. So there wasn't really anything other other than like the IP address of, you know, Journey to the Center of the Earth and Brendan Frazier carrying this. And to be honest, like it showed like the entire time. It was just kind of a mess. Um, I took two pages of notes. And the first thing I wrote was age CDI bad.
0: That's the same thing. I wrote bad CGI (laughs) in the beginning.
1: And then I wrote same shirt because he woke up wearing the same shirt that he has wearing in the photo of his dead brother. I (laughs) I was like, and I was like, is that the same thing? And then like two (laughs) seconds later, because this movie was released in 3D, you see him spitting out his mouthwash like at the camera. And that's a bit that they just keep up throughout the entire movie.
0: I didn't even notice that, that, that was And I didn't I didn't 3D. realize it, I don't know how
1: you didn't notice that. That's like
0: a major
1: part of this movie. It was like oh, that must have been a major selling point.
0: And then you mentioned it, there was that scene with the yo-yo that probably was 3D.
1: Yeah, it just I this is what I feel like this is what I fear about watching like the movies ever specifically made for 3D how? because it just want like that's why I won't watch Founder's Nation 4 again. I lied. I'll watch that again. Um <laughs> So yeah, pretty much like Trevor Anderson has to watch his nephew Sean for a couple weeks, and Sean is just like your regular like piece of shit teenager, you know? Yeah. He's playing a PSP. He's okay, playing I'll a PSP. He, he
0: he was repping the PSP. I'll give him that. The PSP he was, was repping dope. the PSP.
1: And then <laughs> I wrote down this line too because it stuck out with me. He said, "As long as there's Mountain Dew in the fridge and Family oh, yeah. Guy T O D, I'll <laughs> be okay." I have that exactly written down in my notes too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, what is the, I think the I screenshot took a, of that time?"
0: I took it three times in the movie. That was one of them. That was two, two of them. That I was one of my chuckles. Seven. Yeah,
1: I would give it that. And then we'll keep going. But then my other note is, I pause it at eight minutes, and I was shocked that only eight minutes had gone by. Yeah, and it felt like it had been like thirty minutes easily.
0: I told you. Oh yeah, I told you they made ninety-three minutes seem like forty hours. I'm, I just, I'm pretty sure. Pretty, I'm pretty sure Moses felt when he was out in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights probably felt shorter than this yeah yeah really no just... i would
1: definitely i would 100% agree i don't know nothing about that story but i'm going to say yes
0: <laughs> for a movie that rushed so many things at the beginning it just felt so dragged out is what i want to say they like shoved too much stuff at us because you uh, know what i mean because yeah in the beginning like you you had you you get the bad dream all of a sudden he's, he's in class like one second later he's in the lab that you haven't No knowledge about, and then Seth Meyer shows up and says, "Yeah, I'm I'm turning this into my lab." And he's like doing measurements. Two seconds later, he's back at his home, and you find out, you know, yeah, his sister's coming with his nephew, and then, like, literally, not even a span of five minutes, they're already going to Iceland.
1: Yeah, they go quick to Iceland, and they pay, and they and they pay for their tickets. They pay
0: in coins (laughs) in these massive jars of just coins, and somehow that affords two overnight tickets to iceland <laughs> yeah
1: like not even booked I, in advance either because he's only there what, for a week
0: i don't know what a ticket to iceland in 2008 cost but i don't think it was four jars of uh quarters because in a uh, little tidbit because trunks when he used to live in the san francisco apartment they used to visit they used to keep a jar for steak night that never got filled okay here's doesn't, he doesn't remember i think there, trunks is
1: disagreeing with you uh there was a jar that was,
0: there was and here's the thing there was a jar that we were supposed to fill but it never got filled well, Trunks is staying silent for now because we're going
1: to bring him on in, in a few moments.
0: Anyways, um, yeah, let's continue to the next part. So, yeah, so then they go to Iceland. No, because I don't even know how we can continue to the next part because they throw, like, five different
1: things at me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> are they going there? Like, they see the volcanic activity. Like, the whole thing is about, like, volcanoes all of a sudden. They, like, mention that.
0: Yeah, that, that's the thing I like, said. So, yeah, like, they, they don't really <laughs> mention what he's doing. They just don't talk about his class. The only thing you know about his class is that he has, like, no students and he's like, Seth Myers likes to bully him because of it. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Don't, don't bully kids. But the funniest thing, too, like, I because I was taking notes, too, like, on Brendan Fraser, to obviously, to do his stats for his character. He's not, uh-huh. for someone who's a professor, he's not very smart. Obviously, he, we went, he wasn't the,
1: very smart in this. No.
0: They were not in the plane, and they were, he was trying to decipher the notes, being like, oh, this is probably the periodic table. And then obviously, uh, Sean figures out it's like an uh, Icelandic uh, name.
1: It's just someone's name written down yeah, once, and so, like I Yeah.
0: And then he's like, he's like, well, well Brennan Fraser's like, how are we supposed to find who it is? And then Sean pulls out his PSP. Again, <laughs> yeah. PSP to the rescue. He googles it. And then Brennan Fraser's like, oh, what are you doing he's like, I'm Googling. I was like, Welcome to the future. I was like, has been around longer than 2008 How now, did <laughs> Brendan Fraser not know how to Google on a plane?
1: The PSP made it through the whole movie, right? I know he the I PS- know Sean lost PSP his was phone a- at some point
0: the psp, the PSP, ones, PSP yeah, the, is like
1: indestructible
0: it, it's a it was the it was the foundation of that movie
1: i never had that console but like if, if i can go back in time i actually I'll owned it in 2009 you know mean? it was
0: great it was great Anyways. that's the one you can have
1: like little movies on too right like they you have like a little like compact disc you,
0: you, you can put emulators on it it's just a psp podcast i don't
1: know what that is okay
0: number one yeah we're gonna... <laughs> yeah. number one <laughs> podcast based Brendan fraser psp edition um well yeah but yeah the, this movie just like just gets into it and, that, and sometimes you want them to movie to just kind of just right. not drag out scenes but they don't build anything up like they're on one they they're on the plane nothing. next yep. they're driving like somehow they got a car they rented the car which was even more money I don't know where they got from
1: yeah and then when they pull up to the house or the institute whatever they want to call it the car was filthy
0: it was covered so in, in the ice. last
1: shot the car was clean
0: it was iced up
1: so I was like what happened here and then that's when they meet Hannah their tour guide who is the daughter of someone in the movie they mentioned once um,
0: that's right and I just want to say they try so hard in the beginning like to have like Sean and Trevor have like this weird witty not open like not close relationship yeah. yet they're like oh read me the map he's like are we in this area or in this one and I was like you guys are trying too hard to be like witty and sitcom but it just didn't yeah work.
1: yeah the the banter not wasn't
0: there it was not good banter it didn't flow like the characters I'll say like none of the characters in this movie I felt any connection to
1: no not at all. Max and then they had like pro- that weird, like misogynistic, like dibs. Like, you don't have dibs.
0: Oh, yeah, like, here's like, the signs. He was like, he's, he's like he's like, I have dibs. Like, dibs.
1: And I was like, What? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, my god. It wasn't until Brendan Fraser grabbed the like the uh whatever you want to call it, like volcano rod or whatever it is. And oh, where the, he was the, running to the cave.
0: Yeah, the little lightning rod.
1: Right. And all the lightning was striking. That's when I kind of got like some slight mummy vibe. But like okay because it looks like he's having fun now and then when they got into the cavern they were just way too casual
2: about it.
0: Yeah I wrote that too that I mean I guess that took credit to his character. I mean he was pretty calm in a lot of situations I have in the cavern. Yeah. Uh I mean Sean reacted almost like the only human where he was freaking out that they were gonna die. <laughs> but even then Yeah even then he was still pretty nonchalant about it. I don't I just I don't get they were just so, like, just like you said, yeah, nonchalant about the whole thing.
1: Like, they were still making jokes, like, back and forth to each other, and I was like, you don't have a way out of here.
0: Especially because, like, a little bit, like, two seconds later they talk about a mine shaft and how 81 miners suddenly died. Yeah. Like, again, yeah, something just I'm, completely...
1: I was like, you can't just you can't just go around that. You know what I mean? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. I'm gonna be
0: honest with you. At this point, I was already, like, checked out. I was like, alright. <laughs> yeah, I just pretty much was just riding his, his strong suits, because... Actually, in the cave is where a lot of uh, Brendan Fraser's character, Trevor, uh, uh-huh. some, of, you know, some of his qualities, you know, started coming out as his character. Uh, one thing I will say is, yeah, his his body was made of tungsten or something because he took a lot of damage that should have killed a man. He took
1: a he took a large beating and I yeah. want to attribute it to what we talked about last week and is um, his large neck.
0: Yeah, he, this one. Yeah, he had a powerful neck. He movie, showed yeah. off his neck a lot in this movie. Dude, in, this, in this movie, his back was the strongest thing.
1: I hate that I'm just now going to look at that for whatever movies we're going to watch down I mean, the line.
0: I think it helps out. I think it'll help out a lot in the Cloverfield because uh, again, yeah, because they're in the mineshaft. They get mm-hmm. in the mines. Uh,
1: I will say like, the mineshaft sequence was pretty fun. Like, was pretty I had fun, fun with that. Yeah.
0: But he had the grip strength to hold on to that mine cart while they were traveling at least. It had to be at least like 30 plus, 40 plus yeah. miles an hour no seat yeah. belt he was able to hold i mean i don't know if you know physics i don't but i assume a human would get <laughs> yeah, yeah no no like, tell
1: me more tell me more I, about I assume what, a, what you know about physics
0: i assume the human would get launched going down a ramp like that at 40 miles per hour uh, oh yeah
1: at the angle they were at too he, like he he
0: yeah. had he had some sort of gorilla strength and he held on to that so i wrote that down good good hand grip good <laughs>
1: When we're done with this podcast, like just with all the movies, I want to trade notes with you and just see like just where our heads were during all this, you know? Yeah, yeah, the mine shaft scene I thought was a lot of fun. And then
0: there's another scene too. When they get off the the
1: mine, that's when they find like the diamonds, right? Is that where they are going to go to? Yeah, but
0: before that, uh, because they're about to crash into uh, the the wall. And so before that, he saves Hannah because she's about they, they make both a joke. They're like, their tracks about to end like just mm-hmm. jokingly like calmly like joking very calmly um as they're
1: about to die
0: as they're about to die and uh so she jumps over and then that's when she tells them "She's like you're about to crash as well uh and then so her idea to stop them from dying is to tie to anchor <laughs> i think it was like a pick like a head of a the head yeah. of a pick she anchors <laughs> yeah. it yeah. to their to their back and stuff and she throws it so it hooks onto a rock and <laughs> so they get pulled out and just stop what at their 40 miles per hour an instant jerk yeah, stop they just stop
1: and they don't drag yeah, he, they don't drag at all. They, they, just, they just straight
0: fall and yeah um, I'm going to bring out my nerdism and what Peter Parker couldn't do to Gwen Stacy she he she did she saved him Peter Parker yeah. couldn't do that he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. killed he killed Gwen Stacy and what's
1: what's was, fascinating is amazing spider-man 2 came out 4 years after this movie and they still couldn't get it right you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah.
0: i mean yeah so she was able to save his life cuz of his incredible back cuz that was yeah <laughs> that was that was a full on stop and, I, was, and I, wrote, I wrote that fiercely in my phone i was like strong back yeah. Survived being dragged um but yeah, anyways continue the movie cuz yeah, again we're probably going faster than the movie was going
1: oh yeah we're doing everyone a favor with this like we're not even going to spoiler tag I also don't think we should forward attack anything because a lot of these movies are very old. Yeah. And it's like, it, I mean, you know, we're going to get into You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, so I digress. D1, yeah. So, um, yeah,
0: like you said, they find the room.
1: Yeah. So they find a room and they find the, um, like the diamonds in the wall. And they notice, uh, did you write? I, I didn't write down like what kind of like, like what the ground was, but it was pretty much like very like hollow rock. Yeah, it was pretty much sort ice. of movement.
0: I, I yeah. it was like was it was pretty ice, much ice. ice. It was pretty much ice and uh Sean was just digging out diamonds. Yeah, My boy my boy was just uh
1: building a collection and he kept mentioning a Maserati. Yeah,
0: he wanted the Maserati. (laughs) He was 13 years old. I was like like, fucking Maserati. Can't drive a Maserati. Plus you're going to Canada. And
1: and then what I wrote, yeah, this movie was filmed in Canada too. I need everyone to know that. I
0: think Uh, it was filmed in Korea.
1: When they find I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dive into that. Um, when they fall through like the ice rock,
0: oh yeah, I have this. They're falling for too. a long
1: time, and I wrote down that they use the same bit as Spy Kids too. Oh, <laughs> when, they're, when this... they're falling down the volcano, they're like, we've been falling a really long time. Yeah, there, there was that bit. Yeah, I chuckled the same thing about Spy Kids. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, why are they? They're like, they're just stealing things now. And then I kind of just like stopped taking notes from there. I, I took, I took three other notes after that. Um, when they fall down, finally, they have these like luminescent blue, like glowing birds. And I wrote down glow birds are cool. So I thought that was nice to look at. I thought that was like the one piece of CGI that didn't, you know, look like complete garbage. Um yeah, so after they like find the birds, they kind of discover that they're in the center of the earth, and they see this whole like, you know, ecosystem. They see like,
0: it's pretty much rivers, the, the, the Sean, like these animals and stuff. A, he describes a terrarium, which is a pretty good example,
1: right? And I'm not gonna like. I will say, watching Godzilla versus Kong shortly before this movie, like now I'm kind of thinking that maybe maybe GVK uh, took some some notes from Journey to the Center of the Earth. So I was like, there's a lot of similarities here. And then they find out that that's where you know, um, Sean's dad passed away and Hannah's dad passed too. Like, they were right the whole time when no one believed them. And I wrote down that when they found um, like, Max's grave and I think they, he... I think, and,
0: they, I think they actually made the grave for him. Yeah, right. Because she, Hannah How called him it? over and said, you need to see I this. And I them. thought for, right. for, a sec- uh, for a second there, I thought they were going to like have some sort of like conflict scene where hannah and brendan or trevor get close to each other right. and then sean sees and gets upset even though he's a 13 year old boy but they, <laughs> yeah. they, they went completely different i was kind of glad like please don't tell me about to have like a conflict where he gets jealous of a, two grown adults liking each other
1: i will say when trevor reads the note to sean that was genuinely touching i thought that was sweet that was i thought Did that you? was the, i it, thought that was the only scene that like they it, it earned knew it, what they were trying to do
0: yeah it, it knew its place it didn't try to be anything more it didn't try to be anything less it was a simple simple sentimental God right knew.
1: and it, 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 it just annoys me because they can construct a sequence like that that's like actually like pretty good and then they just waste the other 90 minutes you know yeah. i'm like what the fuck are you doing um then shortly after that they're trying to figure out a way out they Make a boat they, and go on the ocean. That's when the piranha yeah, attack they,
0: happens. Yeah, they talk. They 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 look at the book and like we already have a way. For some reason, I thought when they were going to figure out how to get across the ocean that they were going to build something cool, right? But always the boat. That's just the reveal. I was like, we, we have the just map a here. stick boat. Yeah, it's just, it's just a raft. I was like, okay. I thought you were about to build like some sort of submarine, but that I actually have that note that apparently, I mean, these were at least five to six feet fish that they were fighting. And of course, Brother yeah, they're pretty like Trevor, he was strong enough to hold them back. So I wrote that down as part of his characteristics. Right now, his his physical ability, I would rank about a, about a B plus A minus.
1: Oh yeah, his he was just tier. he was just wrecking those products You know, and he, was, he just, was
0: just, and they 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 made a call back to you like, oh, we went to the kid. That's when his mom calls too. Yeah, you know, like we went on a fishing trip. Yeah, <laughs> which in, in my mind, I thought it would be. I kind of thought they had lost a chance to do an even bigger callback when Brendan Fraser, in the beginning, Trevor and, I don't know I keep saying Brendan Fraser, but Trevor and Sean, in mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. apartment they're talking, and he mentions like, do you want to go to batting cages? I thought they would make right. a callback. Right, better, right, right. Yeah. He would tell his mom's like, well, we're at the batting cages, but no, he said they are on a fishing trip so for some reason.
1: Yeah, it's just an opportunity just absolutely fucking wasted. Um, at this point, Sean gets separated from the group The like the sail he gets caught on, and then he just starts, he just flies away.
0: He just becomes a balloon kid and just disappears. (laughs) He just just fucking
1: flies.
0: (laughs) I don't know why he just didn't let go. Just drop down, dude.
1: Yeah, I would have just much rather been in the water. Like that one. I don't know. But then I will say that that paid off because when Sean wakes up on the beach, there's like (laughs) that shocking shot of a piranha that's like dead next to him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and cool, it man. did like a really,
1: like it honestly this might be worth going back and watching again like he like sees the piranha and like of course its mouth's all open the teeth look all fucking crazy and it's like it does like one of those like screeching violin noises and it does like a weird like pan in pan out like some sort of like monster movie i don't know i really appreciated that
0: that's where money um, went in that shot in seth Meyers' contract honestly
1: yeah. it shows because I'll get into the budget in a little bit like this because that that's one of my big gripes with this as well. So Sean gets separated and then Hannah and Trevor are trying to find him and then if you want to say more you can, but they encounter or T-Rex and other weird shit. They end up finding each other. They end up getting going to safe like they end up they end up escaping, essentially. But while the whole time they're still just making, you know, little snide comments like back and forth to one another. When I was like, you might die here like why are you saying that it was honestly pissing me off um but then so they're finally ejected because what was it like okay because they the whole point of the movie is like they see the volcanic activity and then the volcano is not going to blow but they found a way to get the pressure up to be released and shut out from the volcano spoiler alert the volcano is uh mount vesuvius and this was the my like this is another bit of the movie i liked they're First of all, they're riding like a giant uh T Rex. It's a, jaw?
0: It's a, the bottom jaw, yeah. The bottom jaw. Yeah, the, the
1: bottom right. jaw. And they're just going through, just destroying this man's poor like wine field. I, yeah. You know? <laughs> and then he's just awesome. like, <laughs> he sees these people come out and they're like safe. And he's like, My field. Like oh, yeah, he's yelling. He's just straight yelling at them and they're like, uh. and then it's revealed that Josh has a fucking bag full of diamonds.
0: Yeah, I, I wrote that down. I wrote that. I wrote that he he pulled out a bag of diamonds. He gave it to the man, and yeah. apparently, giving that man the diamond gave him the ability to speak English. And he's like, <laughs> "Slide, you want to slide again?" He was just yes yeah. yeah. English officer, yeah. He's like, "Slide, you yeah. can slide again. You can do whatever you want." And then I was like, I was like, "Does diamond just have the ability to translate everything?" Oh for my him? god! Or does yeah. money really, money really make everything?
1: And honestly, that's like what this movie kind of like showed. You know what I that's mean? Pretty, that yeah. like money that, solves all problems.
0: That might they should have honestly ended it there.
1: That's what I got out of it, and then like the last yeah. the last ten and,
0: minutes, uh, it's just Brendan Fraser getting his come up in on Seth Meyers being like, "Oh, I got a new place." And Seth yeah. Meyers like, oh, okay, and then right, and
1: then, and then Trevor and Hannah like together at that together, point, and then yeah, they, they kind of tease they they tease the next movie with the next book, saying like, "This is your dad's too," like the mysterious island kind there's of
0: thing which reading. yeah i just i want to bring up. there's a character in this movie that weasel of a his of an assistance i don't know who he was but i wanted i don't know him.
1: why you brought him up
0: because he I didn't want, serve I, the movie any purpose. I, I, he did not i wanted more of him though i wish he had joined the no journey. no <laughs> it would have been good like, just i think this movie i think he i mean, think this movie needed that father and he would have been perfect
1: i maybe it would have been a little more fun on the trip if he was there too I just thought, like an actual idiot, like messing up because, like during the thing, and like we'll go through this, like when we're dissecting, like if you know Trevor Anderson will would survive Cloverfield, Um because Trevor was like he played it pretty smart the whole time, like while they're in there.
0: Yeah, he, you he, know, he, like that. He, they, they said, obviously we were just griping on that that they were calm, but everything, but that always, obviously does play into effect yeah. in his character stats, is that he's got a pretty yeah. high mental fortitude. Yeah, he did. He, he was, things, was pretty you know? resilient. Yeah, dropping down at least a thousand feet of a cavern.
1: They were dropped a lot in this fucking movie. And, um, no,
0: and no way, no way, no way. He should have been calm, no matter because they talked about how no way they would, how they would survive. Because if there would be water, they turn to the water slide. I was like, it doesn't matter if there's water. If you hit water at that velocity at that height, you're breaking every bone in your body.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like that's just science.
0: And he was so calm. I, I'm he was not like, a Ooh. scientist,
1: but I know yeah. that. You know what I mean? I'm not a scientist, but I know gravity. Okay, yeah. and as someone who's large, I know when I fall, it hurts. Yeah. Okay. What
0: did what? Yeah, Brendan Frazier was at least like a two hundred plus pound man, two fifty plus. He was, was a beefy he, man in this. He he was, was he you could tell. You could tell he was starting to, to bulk up for the for the winter. And it
1: wasn't like muscle either. You know, he was just like he was just like beefy. It was just man.
0: mass. It was you know what, just, what I mean? It was yeah. just critical mass.
1: It wasn't like rock. You know, like defined like fucking forearms and everything. Like no, he was just just a beef man. You know, a man who consumes beef. He turns into zombie. you know what i mean <laughs> um so pretty much that's like the movie and yes, yeah. i i gave it one and a half out of five on letterboxd because I, I i thought a one and a half would be too harsh but then i was like no a two is way too high for this i was like i i just i didn't enjoy this movie like it, it went on for so long um and i understand that like it's like a kid's like adventure movie but anyway. i think other examples have shown that yeah, spike kids. You can you can, you can make you can a kids' adventure movie. You can make, make a good, good movie. You know, you it's can make kids, it fun. Yeah. yeah. This wasn't fun really to me. At no point <laughs> did I really feel like they were in danger. Yeah,
0: laughed like um, two times.
1: Double. And so yeah, this movie came out in July July eleventh, two thousand and eight. And this was like
0: before Obama 3D that's, like really popped I was, off. That, that's why it wasn't good. This was before Obama.
1: Right. This was this was definitely before Obama. And it shows, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know why,
1: like I had the, like the mindset that like 3D movies didn't come out until, like, 2009-ish, like, when Avatar, like, popped off, but then I forgot that there were some, like, this that came out in 2008 and even, like, you know, years prior that weren't necessarily, like, filmed in 3D, but they were converted to it to have the effects. And this movie had a $60 million budget, and that's fucking shocking to me because this movie is hideous to look at. Like, I don't understand how something like this, $60 million made in 2008, looks this bad. When like the thing
0: exists, yeah. No, I, I and wrote that in still my,
1: holds up. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, yeah, I I wrote in my notes. How does the how does a nineties Jumanji movie still look better than this?
1: Yeah, and I know people harp on the Jumanji CGI, and I'm like, that's not warranted because just look at Journey from the Center of the Earth yeah. Oh, yeah, from 2008. You know, and this is the point where I'm gonna have Trunks unmute himself. I actually so think can defend himself.
0: Thinking so now, himself.
1: now so I just want to, I just want to start this off really quick by saying that trunks is someone that i i generally trust um i think he has good taste mostly i think um, he is a i think he is a you know semi-smart man <laughs> i think he's done well for himself
0: that's a, but a, let's give his qualifications honestly, he went to san honestly, francisco state university you <sighs> i believe he uh, majored in film right cinema
2: that's correct i gotta
0: okay no no, no 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 no, no. hold on a second hold
1: on a <laughs> second hold on a second hold on a second so you majored in that yeah
2: <laughs> great major by the way i love that oh but uh, don't i if i could take a you minute gave to this movie not a recommend three it to anybody you gave us a three i so i i think it's definitely something we've talked about before where we both have a tendency to chronically overrate things we will give things a better okay, yeah, score than yeah. it ultimately deserves yeah Uh, And that's definitely a case here. For me, when I rate movies, it has to, like, personally offend me to get much more, (laughs) to get anything less than a three. Like a a two and a half, maybe, if I was just, like, truly bored and just didn't care about something. Yeah. Uh, This one had the benefit for me of, you know, I'm into Brandon Fraser. I wouldn't be part of this podcast if I wasn't. Right. Um, the, the kind of adventurer Indiana Jones theme of this was enough for me to be like, okay, I'm interested. So it it kind of got a lot of points. It definitely doesn't deserve just based <laughs> off what it, what it was.
1: Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't trunks. And, and I do agree with you there. I think we both are generally like pretty positive reviewers. Yeah. Awesome. Um, like I, <laughs> yeah well that's a that's a completely different conversation for Cisco and I to have um but I feel like as I've been starting doing these like you know movie reviews and stuff I've been trying to like not like be more critical but like I I I can't like I I just can't be impressed with everything you know what I mean like I just I I can't just be giving like the movie yesterday a five star which I did which I really like that movie but it's not a five star compared to like Into the Spider Verse, you know what I mean, or anything yeah. like that.
2: I um, I found I have I used to have a very bad habit of basically every movie got rated four stars. Um, yeah. So I tried to break that and, and bring it down to like if if I and you really settled liked on it, three. I, well, <laughs> I I've also I also kind of came to the the general opinion that most movies are a three. i would
1: agree with you there i would i would say they're like a two and a half or three most movies like baseline
2: i am my my thought tends to be if i i go into a movie thinking okay this is going to be a three um and it's either gaining or losing points from there Mm -hmm. uh and for me i think on this one i i'm pretty sure i wasn't paying much attention as i was so you
1: just you went in with a three I went in with a three and then
2: just like everything <laughs> to, that they
1: threw at you, everything that the movie presented, you just like you were like,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah this is good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't no, I wasn't saying it was good because it, it would have gone up from a three if it was good but I um, I think just the, the baseline of the things I liked about it were enough to keep it from dipping down to like a two or a one and a half and then for me, if it's if it's not all the way down there, it, I'm probably going to rate it a three.
1: Eh, I'm not going to say that's fair or I agree <laughs> with you because fundamentally I don't. Um, I, I think you are a smart man. I would consider you a best friend of mine, but I, I think you need to reevaluate this decision and maybe watch a couple things over again. I will <laughs> say this,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll never watch this movie again. Yeah. I, I don't expect I will either. If I do, <laughs> you- it's it's going to be in the background.
0: Uh, did you re-watch, did you rewatch it for this week with us for us or no Were you just like, No,
2: I, I did not re-watch it because i had just watched it maybe three weeks ago two weeks ago uh, okay yeah it wasn't so, that far off so. it wasn't long ago long enough ago that i felt i needed to re-watch it um right you know like i rewatched the the mummy for when we recorded the mummy episode even though i've already seen that movie twice oh, yeah, this year yeah you like, that just that right shows yeah, like yeah, yeah. The mummy yeah, one I know yeah, we all watched, We all watched it the, and I'm happy to watch yeah, it again. Yeah. This one I was like, okay, I, I remember what happened. It's I just you know, yeah.
1: He's I, trying
2: to do the mummy again and it didn't work. Yeah.
1: That's what I would that's what I wrote my letterbox review. I didn't write that in the note, but I was like, it was like they were trying to emulate his performance in the mummy, but they didn't know what to do with him. Um and some other facts I read about this is that originally this one director was attached and they wanted to make it like more of like a low budget, like based on the work kind of thing. But then New Line Cinema was like, no, we want to do this 3D. We want to make it like a big budget kind of like action thing. I mean, it paid off, I guess. It made 244 million worldwide. So it got the sequel Greenlit, which coincidentally doesn't star Brendan Fraser. The only returning cast member was actually Josh Hutchinson, who he's I think him. is I
2: I think is yeah, Sean is I don't think he's a good actor. I <sighs> I don't think he was a good actor then. He's done a couple things recently I've really enjoyed. So, enough so that like going what? into this, being, uh, like have you what? seen Future Man? Not yet. It's a great TV show. Okay. I, he's okay. kind of hit a point where he can do some comedies where I think he is very aware of the fact it's like, I am a not very popular child star.
1: Because here's the thing I want to take your opinion highly, Trunks. I really do. But then you also gave this movie a three fucking stars out of five. So, I'm like, I don't know who to believe. I don't know who to trust anymore. You know what I mean? It's like if I can't trust you, who can I trust? You know, I don't know. I, I digress. Cisco, do you have any other things about this movie? Because I, I honestly, I don't want to talk about it anymore.
0: No, I just say <laughs> we. Get, I just say we at least break down his stats so we don't even go to Cloverfield. We okay. Know to yeah, yeah. To. Um, you're you're good with the stats. Go down with the stats. Go ahead. I would say for physicality, I'd give him like I said a B plus, A minus. He was able to survive the the anchor pool. Like I said, that should have killed any person being shot out of a skull and still land. Like I said, his back took a lot of damage being shot out of that school and landing. They all survived that. They should have died. No matter, even if they were safe in the skull, being shot at volcano going, God knows how many feet in the air and surviving. Mm -hmm. So his body could take damage. So I think that's going to do very well for him in Cloverfield. Uh, Uh He's not, he's not a smart man, but he's not mentally weak. Like, like we're saying (laughs) as much as it pissed us off, but he was calm. He, you know, kept calm like he. They kept calm in situations. He was able to joke. So it takes a lot of thing, a lot of things to break that down. So I'd, I'd actually give his mental fortitude like an A plus.
1: What I would say is like, yeah, he definitely survived everything that was thrown at him. Yeah. In this, you know, which is like that. That's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. what we
1: want going yeah. forward, especially with what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. No, no superpowers
0: is... nothing like that. He was just a straight American man in Iceland destroying precious resources and. That... An yeah. old Italian man's yeah. vineyard. So maybe that's what this movie was really about. You it's know, okay. how Americans know
1: like to invade foreign countries okay. and just wreak havoc. Yeah, you know, yeah. this was the Bush era. So I mean, this this makes sense. You know what yeah, I mean? The Bush era. Yeah, this, this was <laughs> a parting gift to Obama. Do you know what? I see this movie through that lens now. Um, 10 out yeah. Fuck it. Four stars. Four stars. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, right. a firm firm one and a half. I'm gonna give it one. For a journey to the center of the earth,
0: I want to give it half.
1: I yeah, I'm just saying like that one scene was touching, so I was like that. That enough gives it one star. But um, the next movie is a firm a firm four star for me, kind of bearing the lead there is Cloverfield, which was released on January eighth, two thousand and eight. Uh, produced by J.J. Abrams, and it was the I believe the directorial debut of Matt Reeves, who went on to do the two superior um, Planet of the Apes movies of the reboot. Uh, Was it Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes? And then he's also doing Batman. So this movie kind of like put him on the map, which is good. Let me read the description of Cloverfield based on Google. So, okay. A group of young New Yorkers enjoy a going away party. Little do they know that they will soon face the most terrifying night of their lives. A creature the size of a skyscraper descends upon the city leaving death and destruction in its wake. Using a handheld video camera, the friends record their struggle to survive as New York crumbles around them. That's a good description. Yep. Pretty
0: spot short and on.
1: Because kind of similar to uh, the Blair Witch Project is this is like presented to us as a, as a found footage movie. Yeah, And yeah. I remember right. and some of the quotes that I actually saw too were that people were, were referring to this movie as... Um, the Blair Witch Project for the MySpace era. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that makes sense. Like January 2008, I was like prime MySpace time. You know what I mean? And I just remember the marketing for this one was like insane as well. Like they just, they, they did such a good job of like the previews only showed, you know, the statue of Liberty Head being thrown down in the middle of the street. And we were all like, what the fuck, like, what is this? You know what I mean? And they kind of presented it in like that fashion. And I don't know. I thought the marketing did a really good job. I remember, this was a movie I remember seeing in theaters uh, opening night. And it was a packed house. Um, but with it being found footage, I remember, did, I, I did feel like pretty nauseous during it. And like dizzy. Which, did, did you see this in theaters? Or like, when's no, the first I time saw, you saw this?
0: I saw this um, when it came out on DVD. I watched it in college. Okay. One of my many college movie nights when we watched it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then Trunks just put in the chat that, yeah, it was written by Drew Goddard, who went on to do, you know, Cabin in the Woods, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale, a movie that Trunks that. and I had a very romantic date on my birthday two years ago to go see, and it was a, it's a memory I'll never forget.
0: Oh, um,
1: so, yeah, pretty much so, like the description said, this this man's having a going away party.
0: Yeah, the, the main character, Robert, yeah, he's going to Japan. Yep. They kind of introduce everyone, pretty much your your main cast, uh, mm-hmm. the, the players, Pretty much the main guy you're gonna hear yeah. gonna hear most of the time is HUD, played by TJ Miller. Uh, we won't really go too much into him as a person, but <laughs> it's just his character. He's given the camera, and his whole responsibility is to you know get everyone's testimony and goodbyes. Right, and just like
1: saying goodbyes to him. And so um, you, you,
0: you slowly meet the cast. You meet you know his brother Jason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're married or engaged or going to, but Lily. Um, yeah, Lily's his girlfriend. His girlfriend. They introduce um, Mar Marlena. Marlena,
1: yeah, Marlena, who they introduce is like Hud, and so I, and has I was like very, a major crush on.
0: Yeah, I was confused. Did she have a crush on Robert too, or was she just no, no, no? She was looking? just like she was just she was like just...
1: A, a casual friend. Who okay,
0: yeah. Because I don't know. There was one scene that made me feel like she had something with him, but it, I don't know. She just felt kind of randomly out of place for a while. Right. Um, yeah, so you you meet the whole ensemble, and what I will right. say about this cast, I I did like this cast. I like the characters. Um, they obviously had moments that we'll talk about that I really wasn't didn't really picture like, you know, a human would do. But overall, right. the cast was, you know, enjoyable, except we won't talk about certain people's image outside of it. But yeah, I think they all, they all did good. No one was really all, overly obnoxious. I think everyone did their role pretty well. Uh, and obviously the last member was is going to be Beth. She's shown earlier in the video, but right. You know, you don't meet her to, as a person.
1: So, this movie does, like, a pretty good job of, like, keeping things, like, vague. Like, you're not really sure, like, what's going on.
0: Um, yeah, they, pretty much, yeah. like,
1: Rob, like, it, it, it's this whole group of friends, but Rob has been in love with this girl Beth, and at one point they, like, get together, or, like, they, they hook up one night, and they have, like, a that's... great day. Like, seems like their, like, relationship, and the footage of that, that day, too. yeah, footage of that day kind of is, like, it's intercut with the tape um,
0: that's presented throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, because it, it turns out Hood recorded over it. Yeah.
1: And Pretty much when like the main event happens, Beth had already left the party because there was like
0: a they got an fight argument, between yeah. them. They, they got, got into an argument, argument, and then
1: they were like, "No, Rob, like if you like like her, like go
0: tell her." You yeah, know what they, I mean? They, like, they had they had a classic like on the balcony in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the um, "How I Met Your Mother" being like, "Bro, you love her. You right. need to be real with yourself." Cla- yeah, classic yeah. two thousand eight talk. Yes, yeah.
1: and I thought like just like you said, like you like the characters. I thought everything. I thought everyone in this was like very genuine. I actually yeah. liked all the characters they introduced us to and the opening scene, you know, they're like establishing the characters and you see like the going away party. And there's like a lot of famous people at that party who like, <sighs> well, not like famous, but like it's people, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's people you've seen in, like shows, different movies. Um, I think uh, like the most notable one was like Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy. And he's been like in a yeah. bunch of stuff too. Uh, and my, and my first note, my first note, what'd you say? was it was that the guy from undeclared no, no no
0: um no i'm thinking of a different person
1: anyways yeah, i think of someone else yeah um, <laughs> the first the first question i wrote was is that ryan key ryan key is the singer and guitarist of a popular band uh, former popular band they are not a band anymore a uh, yellow card okay as the bartender and i googled it and it is confirmed so according to yellow card canon they exist in the chlorophyll universe I'm excited for that. I hope they dive Fast. into that in many future movies.
0: <laughs> I, I did um, write that too about his he, he had a nice place in New York. He had a whole bar yeah. in this in this place. Yeah, he had a full bar.
1: It was just like
0: I here's my thing about
1: like my 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 gripe with this movie, all right? And other yeah. things about like it was classic New, New York.
0: York. It was classic New York. Yeah, it's like no one lives no one lives like that.
1: Well, at least not that I know of. I don't have money, you know what I mean? So I don't, you know. <laughs> People might be successful, I don't know. We haven't seen Dyson's apartment yet, but I want to yeah, keep that's true. I want to keep wanna all keep... Dyson talk off this podcast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that jokes for him if he watches that. It's the son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were clearly um,
0: rich. Yeah, they were definitely in money.
1: Yeah, because he was going to be like uh like the vice president of a company. I think that's what he was going to Japan for.
0: Yeah.
1: Um at the 18 and a half minute mark, that's when things start to go down, like they feel like this earthquake kind of sensation and the power goes off, and that's when, you know, the head of the Statue of Liberty gets tossed around. They kind of see glimpses of this giant fucking monster going through the buildings. You see people start, you know, looting some stores. You see military vehicles coming in. And Rob gets a voicemail from Beth saying that... Because they're, they're trying to evacuate the city. You know what I mean? They're, they're trying to get everyone out. And he gets a voicemail from her. Like, she's, like, crying, like, sobbing that she's been like struck by a wall like in her building like her apartment building collapsed um, and Rob's like no like I need to save her so that's kind of like where the story takes a turn and instead of getting rid, getting out of the city to safety they go deeper into the city to try to save Beth and yeah do you have any other notes?
0: Oh, I mean that's pretty much yeah they mm-hmm. they all group up They're ch- they, I mean that's where you kind of probably get the most dizzy is when the camera's being jump skipping to you know them and the Convenience store, them running this and that. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, yeah, they they try to escape at one point, and that's why when Rob decides to leave because he gets a voicemail from Beth. And this mm-hmm. was the one thing I wrote. I was like, honestly, like if if I'm in a situation like that, like someone's attacking the city and we're all trying to evacuate and we're there, and someone and one of my friends says like I have to go back and get you know someone, mm-hmm. I would look them be like, all right, good luck with you. I'm leaving.
1: <laughs> I think I yeah. Or I was at least trying to that put c- myself. In that.
0: Obviously, I get that that's a friend, and I feel bad saying yeah. that, but uh, if, if you already had safety. I think I would, and it, it obviously clearly. If,
1: if 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 it wasn't me, I'd probably be like you and be like, "Yeah, good luck." You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just but like it, I'll do like the sign of the cross. I'd be like, "Good, good luck." You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, Because I mean um, it, it. It clearly backfires because uh, the monster takes the bridge, and uh, Robert's brother Jason dies along with a bunch of people. So he's yeah, uh, he's so, the first he's the first yep. kill kill on the group.
1: Which I think at this point, his brother Jason, who's played by Mike Vogel, is probably like the most um, like recognizable actor at that point. Like he'd been in the Texas Chainsaw Remake. He was the lead in Grind. He he like popped up a lot in the early 2000s. So he's definitely someone like you've seen before as well. Yeah. Um, and this cast was mainly like you know up and comers. So I remember in the theater when I saw it, I thought that was kind of shocking that he like was killed off first.
2: Yeah
1: which is emotional you know i i think they what what this movie did and journey didn't do is that they hit the emotional beats while everything's happening so quickly they they hit them well yeah you know uh, and then it's funny because like we we talk about this being a horror podcast and i guess you know people would argue that cloverfield isn't horror it's more like sci-fi like thriller like adventure um I would say no. I would say it is horror. Um, just look at the the subway scene where they're walking through the subway tunnels and they turn yeah, on the that night re- vision. They have that, those was like,
0: well, that was well done. It wasn't that was over, like, super cheesy. well done. That was then, super. Unnerving. They kind of they kind of um, led they kind of led up into that too when they're walking on the tunnel. And, yeah. Uh, I believe it's uh, Marlena. She's like says it's gross, and they look down. There's like a bunch of rats. Classic New yeah. York. Just yep. littered with rats. No, t- yeah, no t- <laughs> just rats t- running. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan, Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who plays Marlena? But uh, yeah, they see all the rats moving, and they're like, they're like gross, and they're like, wait, they're running away for something. So they kind of lead it up to start hearing noises. Um, yeah, because
1: earlier in the movie, like you, you only see glimpses. First of all, the the Cloverfield monster is only in this movie for oh, yeah. like two minutes thirty seven seconds. Like that's the total amount of screen time it has. Um, but at one point, you see like these weird ass like spider creatures crawl off yeah, and start attacking the military. They mentioned that it's
0: dropping stuff off. I think they are they watch um, on the news when they start dropping yeah. off and they attack the mm-hmm. military and some people.
1: And that's what they find is like following them in the uh, in the subway tunnels, and it's like an all out fucking like, it's a fight. Like they're trying to run away, these things are like attacking them.
0: And then um, yeah, then Marlena gets Marlena
1: bit. gets gets bit, and she but bad. she's <laughs> Yeah, the the wound was
2: gross the wound was yeah, I wrote wound that was down. deep that the wound that was like, super
0: yeah. gross and she I'm, again she was I'm surprised her character was not in shock because she they, she was like once they get away from the once they fight the the monsters off and they get into right. that room uh, her and Hud are making jokes
1: yeah and that's then and at this point it's like the most like her and HUD are talking because has yeah. had like that yeah. Yeah. But had, had been weird, um, like,
0: weird moments where you'd be like hey how are you doing? Right feeling she's like good. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: um, but then they are like walking, like they, they get they get out of the subway tunnel and they find like a kind of like maulish area
2: and that's
1: immediately... like become like a center for like you know the the National Guard and stuff for like helping people who have been attacked or people who have been injured. Yeah. And then Marlena's like, Oh, I just feel dizzy. And then she's like, Oh honey, I don't feel good. And she's like starts bleeding from her eyes. I think that's a little bit
0: later. I think she, they, they, she gets dizzy at first. It and happens then,
1: pretty fast
0: because they, they they yeah the the military come, she yeah she says I'm not feeling mm-hmm. good they they pop on them and they take him to their camp and they're pretty much telling them, like you have we're gonna get you out of here and they're right. arguing with them and say like no Rob rob's saying like you need to get me out of here you can right. shoot me as like either you shoot me or you let me go and they're they're trying to fight the Navy again bad bad dis- decisions I would have been at this point but like yo we. We tried to get this, our friend, it's... Right, right. like, at this point, you're like, no. Yeah, out of control. Like, call
1: it a loss, you know what I mean? Yeah, either, um, I, I
0: would have... I, I will say one thing about the gripe. I mean, they were good friends, but yeah. then also a, a better friend would have, you know, yelled at Robert and been like, you're putting way too many lies. Like, you already lost your brother. At that point, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so they're arguing. Obviously, the tension's rising. It all comes climax to mm-hmm. where, yeah, Marlena, like brings up again that she's not feeling well and her eyes are bleeding and then you hear when the nurse say we got a bite and yeah they like straight up tack like not a tackle but they like bombard her and this is where again with the camera i guess would like, would make you feel dizzy is being flung around you just hear everyone going like what's going on what are you yeah, doing and they're like where is she where, where is she where, yeah where where are you is she going? Her? Yeah. and, and then again, you see her and then you see the her silhouette, silhouette which i, yeah, I, I hope
1: just... silhouette become a, a trend in this podcast because we bring it up a lot um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see her like stomach kind of
0: like Get bigger,
1: and like her body kind of like contort, and then you just see like an explosion, and then just blood splatter. Like it just thing.
0: explodes. Yeah, you see the blood splatter.
1: That's fucking psychotic. <laughs>
0: like for for a PG
1: thirteen monster movie, like that is insanely graphic. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, overall, I'm happy they showed it. You know, I'm, I'm I am.
0: I mean, they showed too much. They just yeah, so the silhouette. They let like people. They let the imagination do the work.
1: Yeah. And then they end up finding Beth. Uh, well, yeah, they, Lily, they, they, Lily gets they, taken they, by someone, but then that's like a rescue helicopter. Which well, yeah, I always you, got you,
2: confused. Yeah.
0: You, you, kind of you you know? skipped on you skipped on a good part when they when they had to pull Beth out of that impaled. Oh yeah, 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 building. Because yeah, they, yeah, yeah that was gross. Some some of the military just lets them go too. They're like, "Hey, at six hundred hours, get here. We'll get you out of here." Oh, like
1: if you're not out, like we're bombing the city. Well, bombing, yeah.
0: They pretty much tell me they're bombing, so they're, they're, that's when you get how dire the situation is. Too, not just to right. monster that everything's about to explode. So yeah, they get Beth. She's impaled. Um, they pull her out again. You don't get to see it, but you just hear like the noise of her flesh coming out of, oh, uh, coming off the rebar.
2: Yeah, the rebar. It's... You
0: hear her screaming, crying. Which again, she did a very, a, a very human emotion. Right. She didn't just like take it. She was like crying. She was like fighting it. Which I think some people would do in that situation.
1: Yeah
0: no I yeah, and so, yeah I agree but, with that and like I said yeah and then they go and they meet the military and yeah mm-hmm. I was confused too but Lily yeah I don't know yeah Lily gets put on a separate helicopter
1: yeah and then Lily gets taken out you never see like that helicopter or anything fall um yeah, she survived so like yeah I, I, think I, I, I think the general like which origin good is, her, she which good for which good for
0: her which good for her you know she lost her right. Right. her partner she had to go right. through all a, like again for someone who yeah like, put her partner she went through a lot I don't know how close her and Beth were. I don't know if that was ever right. established if they were like best friends. Oh, they they like established
1: that. it earlier that they were close because Beth disclosed to Lily that her and Rob uh, slept oh, that's together. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I feel like you don't just say that to anyone. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> I forgot that earlier on that scene is just when, when they all find out and Hud's going around. I was like, Hey, Beth and Robert.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you, where-
0: like when you tell
1: someone that, like that's pretty like confidential. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like ever- I don't tell I don't tell everyone that I've kissed you on the lips. I've kissed Sam on the lips. No, you're you just everybody know, everybody right now. I guess I am now. I guess <laughs> I am now. You know I have nothing to hide okay you know?
0: come, come down TJ Miller
1: I see it <laughs> no don't call me TJ Miller <laughs> don't call me TJ Miller Jesus Christ TJ Miller um, of the
0: famous emoji movie <laughs> don't know
1: that's a that's a completely separate horror movie um, that you enjoy so maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about that <laughs>
0: enjoy hey. Um,
1: and then yeah I was well, something that I because to be honest this is the first time I watched this movie all the way through since the theaters Um. I had seen it like I've, I've seen like the last half, the beginning half um, over the years at times, but I've never sat down in one setting and watched all the way through again. And I just I really did forget like how fast paced this movie is. Yeah, um, because shortly after Lily is taken on a helicopter, get they get on one, two, but then it gets hit by the monster and then they crash in Central Park.
0: Well, they kind of give you the glimmer hope, too, because you they see, you see the bombs drop and they start right. yelling like they hit that guy. They hit the motherfucker. and like, Right. They're, almost and out. Then, they're
1: like almost out
0: and they do the one big bomb where it gets all cloudy and they're like i think they got him and all of a sudden right. the monster pops off and just murks the helicopter yep and then we're and at this and...
1: point yeah at this point they're like on the ground again they're like what the fuck do we do
0: and i, th- HUD... I sure thought, thought rob was dead at that point because they just showed his body yeah yeah i thought that too because for some reason those three survived but no no military personnel survived right.
1: again um no. And then HUD, HUD's, like, laying there, too. And this is where you get, like, the first, like, true reveal of the creature. Yeah. Um, which is terrifying looking. I, I think this creature design is great. I think it's a monster design that isn't talked about a lot. Uh, I think it should be. Because, I don't know. I I, I want to see more of it. And I know, like, there's been other Cloverfield movies. But I've heard that they're they're going for, like, a direct sequel to this. So, hopefully, we get to see more yeah, of it.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that's been approved, because... Yeah, but yeah. There's, clo- there's 10 cloverfield lane and cloverfield the cloverfield
1: paradox which i love 10
0: cloverfield lane i think that's my favorite
1: i think i want to save cloverfield lane like i i don't know if it's paired up with any movies like i don't know if brendan has so. come out any of those year. But,
0: so, but um
1: that's one i want to talk about for sure because that's one of my that's favorites um <laughs> then shortly after that yeah so hud gets the footage of the alien and the, the creature essentially the one... eats him
0: one of the baby, one of the baby monsters shows up, right? I don't think it's an actual monster. I think it's one of his spawns.
1: That's that's one of the theories that it's not the actual monster itself. So yeah, HUD dies, and it's just Beth and Rob, and they're both like, "Dude, like we're you, not you, gonna you, get you
0: out of you here." You see HUD, you see HUD die too. You see it, him like because because it, the camera visceral. goes, the camera because yeah. the camera yeah. goes with you, it tumbles. Uh, and the, the thing yep. is too, the monster didn't even like eat HUD; he just straight up killed him and left him on the floor.
1: Yep, uh, <laughs> which just... I appreciate
0: it. Looking back on it now uh <laughs> I, I believe you had, i believe you had the funny uh tidbit where you were trying to watch the movie and then trunks trying to watch it at the last five minutes and...
1: it was right when they revealed the monster and <laughs> it said another user is watching this movie now and i was like no they're you're, not because i'm watching it now.
0: You're, you're screaming you're like trunks answer me right now it like, I'm yeah to i was clip. screaming
1: in the group chat i was like trunks explain
0: yourself <laughs> <laughs> and then you finish it off with the classic it's all like right yeah I, I can watch, yeah, like, watch like J miller die two times yeah so, so you know there, there's a silver lining in
1: everything um but yeah so beth and rob the last two alive they realize they're not going to get out and they're yeah, like Robert, just recording. Yeah, they're recording they're recording like this is what like their testimonial um Doesn't happen and on the note like uh because uh obama's dropped very close by to them where the tunnel starts collapsing and they're like, and he's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you, like, I love you too. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a very sweet moment. It, yeah. And it, uh, yeah. And it kind of bummed me out. Like I, I like how this movie in its short runtime gave me like multiple characters to care about. You know what I mean? Like I, I wanted all of them. I, I truly wanted all of them to survive. Yeah. Um, okay. So trunks just let us know that we are at the 60 minute mark. We are running long on this one because honestly, journey to the center of the earth pissed me off so much. But final thoughts on Field. I think it's great. I think it holds up super
2: well.
0: It was, uh, good, like to, I said it was good earlier. It, yeah, it holds up well. Nothing. I think. I think. Reason some of this lost found footage, like good movies like this, and the which can hold up, is because yeah. they rely a lot on like other senses, like like sound. Uh, it's yeah. a big one for sure. I mean, it was, you should hear the monster scream. You hear things exploding. You don't really ever uh, see the monster like sit towards the end, but they. It's all relied on just like that action. And I think with
1: a similarity with this and Blair Witch as well is that the actors are like
0: really grounded.
1: You know what I mean? Like it, it never felt forced in this movie. It never yeah. felt forced in Blair yeah. I Witch. The ca- um, I think
0: the cast all had a pretty good good chemistry.
1: Yeah. And, and it's um, not just based on like jumps or scares or anything yeah. like that which some found footage most found footage is. Um, Yeah. I, I think it holds up extremely well. I, I, think, yeah. I, I definitely understand why it's becoming like it's become a franchise. Yeah. I would I would absolutely watch more Cloverfield movies if they keep making up. Um, so with that being said, we are here to see if Trevor Anderson from Journey to the Center of the Earth would survive the events of the movie Cloverfield. And I'm going to start off really quick. I'm going to say yes. I think he would survive. I think he would get out of the city.
0: I'm with you. I'm 100% with you.
1: You know what I mean? On that. I think like, well, if, if he was any stupider yeah. in Journey to the Center of the Earth, like if they didn't, Show like if, if it's the first 20 minutes of Journey, no, yes. he wouldn't survive this movie. <laughs> but the fact that we saw him in the caverns and everything get out alive, and I, I think, everything, I think
0: everything collapsed on him. I think he would just get up and keep walking. He's already shown that he, his body can take destruction. I don't think any, he's got any,
1: excellent shoulders,
0: yeah, shoulders, back, glutes, everything. Else. So, I think based on his physicality, I think in the, in the scenario, if he's just trying to escape, I think he does. My thing mm-hmm. is say Hannah and Sean were in best position, would he be mm-hmm. able to go get him out and then escape? Would he be able to survive I don't think that? so.
1: I think Hannah and Sean would leave him for dead. <laughs> I think Sean would for sure. Uh, maybe. He's a 13-year-old with a bag of diamonds and he's like, I just want to get out of New York City.
0: And he's got The Rock as a stepfather coming up he's next. Got, yeah. yeah. He's up. He's I, upgrading. I, just,
1: I, I will say I did like Journey 2 when I saw that. I, I saw that in theaters and I remember having fun with that. But I think that's largely to do with The Rock. I think but, the one um, just
0: has better witty banter scenarios
1: that's true he would that he's movie been, was definitely he, written better he's always that been was he's, definitely he's always more better.
0: charismatic yeah um, i will say i will say if he tries to go save hannah and Sean, i think he survives still yeah
1: yeah i i think i think for this episode i think trevor anderson would survive so i think our total count now is uh trevor anderson and rick o'connell would both survive their respective four movies they're in um, kind of like with the Blair Witch. I, I think if it was Trevor Anderson against the Cloverfield Monster, no. Like, like, to no. The mon-
0: like having to fight the monster, yeah, I don't think anyone wins that. No,
1: no, no, no. Like he barely won against imitat You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so I, I, I think he would survive this. Did, I think our he boy did is, uh, to, yeah, He did run out of T-Rex, so he's got speed.
1: He does have speed. He does have speed. So I think our boy is 2-0 and
0: for now. 2-0, um, yeah. Like I said, I, I think everything that happened to him in, in Journey, uh, Journey to Center is nothing compared to what happens in cloverfield i guess yep for trying to combine the world so obviously he took dino skulls to the brain flew you know 40 stories in the air and survived yep survived yep. the I... wrath of a survived the wrath of an angry italian man <laughs> yeah
1: that's true honestly like if, if it's
0: between trevor anderson and an italian man
1: oh that my my boy's dead italian yeah, man that, wins that all the italian
0: time man just murks he knew the diamonds yeah. <laughs> he could you know, he could sniff him. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: if that movie would have took a turn where the Italian man just killed them all, I—I uh, I don't know. I would have been more into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, okay, so that is it for today's episode. Trevor Anderson wins. Well, I guess it's not even a win. It's a survive. Uh, but we'll we'll put it in a bracket.
0: I don't know. Yeah, these movies so far, yeah,
1: gotten yeah. to Could <laughs> defeat the
0: they all, they all lose to the monster.
1: So that is it for today's episode of the Horror Throwdown Podcast, Brendan Fraser edition. You know, I I would like to tease what we're doing next week, but I, I still don't fucking know. Like I don't know what we're gonna do. Like we we had a plan for this week that had a wrench thrown in it. So I think we're just gonna we're just gonna go with the flow, baby. You know what I mean? This is the last episode. This might be the last episode. Uh I know one of the next upcoming weeks, Looney Tunes back in action is leaving HBO Max this month, so we gotta watch that before we'll that leaves. So we'll pop that soon. That'll be one of the next ones, I feel. Yeah, I, I wanna watch Insidious again, so I think we'll watch whatever's, you know paired up with that too i think we just got to go with what we want to watch first <laughs> just you know go from there because if not we're going to be shelling out a lot of money for these fucking movies yeah, i do i do i mean we I, I i'm fully committed to this bit i know we, we, we have, i know we, i
0: know you are i know trunks maybe we gotta we gotta put uh, money in um brendan fresher's pocket you <laughs> let him know that there's still people out there watching movies that he doesn't even remember filming we're lining his pocket and you know yeah. what i i'm proud to do it we're the glue that's holding Brendan Fraser right now.
1: We're, yeah. We're the, we're the physical and emotional glue. That If it gives.
0: wasn't for us, he'd be in a mental institution right now. No, I wouldn't say that. Three uh, California kids are keeping that man afloat. Yeah. Sugar, okay. We're that's he, fine. We're, we're his sugar daddy. Okay.
1: Yeah. Let's cut it. Okay. So far. The, so right. the Horror Throwdown Podcast, Brendan Fraser edition, this is Joseph Kincaid, producer trunks, Cisco Navarro signing off.
2: T-Rex, babies. That's... Shut up. Shut up.